Hi, and welcome back to The Abnormal Christian. I am Brad Mason. I am here again with my wife, Natasha Mason. Hello, hello. And there she is, and she's hanging on by a thread. I feel like every other episode, I'm like struggling. Well, one of us is <laughs> here recently. We've been uh, going back and forth on seeing who can be sick and who can be healthy. And it's our favorite time of the year here in uh, the great state of North Carolina. It's when it's cold one day and it's hot the next. And one day you've got the heat on and the next day you've got the air conditioner running. And you're just trying to stay ahead of the sickness, um, which is the weather shifting and changing all the time. So we're kind of doing that. And so this episode, Natasha is not feeling great. So uh, uh, I don't think it's weather related, but yeah, probably not. Um, so anyway, um, we are glad to be back with you. This episode is probably going to be called, um, I've had enough of that. I'm offended. <laughs> so that's probably what I'm going to title it. I've had enough of that. I am offended. So really, this is uh, an episode about being offended. Um, I want to kind of address this uh, off of a story. And I'll tell a little story. I think it's okay to tell. I don't think it's a big deal. Um, but anyway, uh, so I had this instance uh, over the past week where uh, someone who worked for me wore something um, that they deemed innocent to work, and someone else saw it and they were offended by it. Uh, this happens all the time in society. We see this with uh, in politics specifically. You'll see uh, one group is offended by what another group is doing, and they're always uh, emotions are high, and a lot of times the facts don't seem to matter. Those things kind of get thrown out the window, and how this person feels is what we're supposed to react to. And so uh, one of the one of the people I listen to and watch a lot is uh, Ben Shapiro. I like to listen to Ben Shapiro on YouTube. And he always says that um, facts don't care about your feelings. And that's the honest truth. A, a lot of facts of life, a lot of things that we have in life that are true are based on hard facts. And um, it goes both ways, though. Correct, it does. Um, but at the same time, facts and fe- your feelings often can be, when we've discussed this, especially in the, the realm of being a Christian, um, we don't want to be led by our feelings because our feelings often betray uh, who we really are. And so this idea of being offended. So back to the story, the girl has a shirt, you know, this guy's offended and, um, and it becomes a problem because, you know, he, he feels like this is something that should change because you're, you're offending me. Um, it's not that the, the, the image did anything to him, um, but it made him feel as one woman I know says some sort of way. Um, so it made him feel a specific emotion, um, which was negative. And so because of that, he reacted, um, it's understandable. Correct. And, and there's going to be things, we know there are things in life that are going to be a problem for some people. Um, but as a Christian, the real question comes into, cause I was thinking about this. Do we have a right as Christians to be offended by anything? Should we be offended by anything? Um, and, and, and I remember when I was a kid, there would always be, uh, when I was a kid growing up and we were in church and, uh, whether it was a church my dad was pastoring or maybe it was somewhere we were going, um, something would happen, you know, the preacher's son would mess with somebody's girl, you know, daughter. And, uh, there was always, and there was always somebody in the church who seemed to be offended by something. Um, uh, I was at one church and, uh, one of my favorite groups is the Orange County Supertones, and there were some young kids, some boys in the church who wanted to uh, perform some music for the evening service, and uh, they got up to do this Orange County Supertones song, and basically they played the song and they they sang along with it, uh, kind of just with the song. And when the song and when the song came on, I was like, uh oh, because <laughs> I know this song. It's not really a churchy type song. It's a, it's a rappy song, you know, and I loved it. I, I absolutely love it. So like two 
two minutes into the song, I, I look up and there's like this old couple that are getting up and they're leaving and they're not having any of this because we are offended. We're so offended. We're not good, you know, and people look at that and they say, you know, our relationship with God is that we hold God holy and that we, um, we serve a holy and just God. And so, uh, when things happen, we want to separate ourselves away from it because we want to be holy. And I understand that. And I get that. And I agree with that. Um, but at the same time, there's a marked difference between separating ourselves, uh, to holiness and then allowing our flesh to, um, rule our emotion and how we feel about it. So really, uh, one of the things, and, and this is something, I, and I'll ask you, do you think we have a right as Christians to be offended? <clears throat> yes, to a certain extent. I mean, you can be offended and kind of keep it in your brain. Right, okay. But so, when you let yeah. it affect your actions and how you treat people, that's an, that's different. So... And I would agree. I, I can understand that, and I can agree with that. I think we're because we are in the flesh. The flesh is, and here's where it really gets down to: the flesh is one thing, and the spirit is another. Is there anything that could happen in life or happen in this world that would offend the spirit of God? Maybe. I think the Bible says the only thing that offends the spirit of God is the rejection of the spirit of God. So uh, we always talk about the unpardonable sin. People like to say, well, you know, it's blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And a lot of people think that means taking the Lord's name in vain. That's not at all what it means. What it means is rejection of the son of God. When you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, you've rejected the very spirit of God. And so you've said, I don't need that. And that's the only thing God won't forgive you of is if you reject his son, you reject the Holy Spirit. And it's the only thing he can't forgive you of. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit himself, there's not anything that can offend him. He, he knows. Uh, we know what the world is. It's sinful. It, it, it's built and predicated on sin. All of society and things that occur around us occur because of sin. Um, so when it comes to the Spirit being offended, I don't believe the Holy Spirit is offended at all by anything. And we see this in the Scripture time and time again. Um, the, uh, the disciples and the apostles are saying, why would you do this to the Lord? Why would you say this? You didn't think the Lord was going to know. You didn't think you thought you could do something and the Lord wouldn't know about it. Um, the Bible says all the things that we we do, all the things in our life, uh, they're either seen here or they're going to be seen um, in the afterlife, really. They're going to be made known. And so God is not surprised. He is not offended in the least by anything that we do. Now, the Bible says he does have a disgust for sin. There is this, um, this, the Bible says he has anger. He has this anger toward it, but it's not an offense that his feelings are hurt. Because that's what offended, that's what being offended is. It's that my feelings are hurt. You've hurt my feelings. I can't get past whatever it Correct. Was. And so when we look at it as Christians, should we be offended by anything that happens in the world? Even like something like abortion, when, um, when people are, are supporting abortion and when these abortion doctors are out here and they're, they're claiming it's okay and it's natural, whatever it is, um, that it's, it's healthy for the woman that it's, it's, uh, what, what did the other day I saw, um, one of the political candidates say it was a, uh, Women's reproductive? Uh, reproductive health. And I thought, reproductive health? If you don't have the baby, you didn't reproduce. And it's not healthy for the baby, so what are you talking about? But anyway, so you could look at that. It was a say, nice way to say that he was pro Correct, that pro he was pro-choice. So you could look at that and say, well, I'm offended. I am so offended by this, I'm going to be angry about it, and I'm going to move to action because of my anger, right? So 
I wrote a couple points down about being offended for Christians specifically. Some things I think we have to understand. That when we take offense in something, it says that I lack grace. I don't have the grace of God because I took offense to it. If we're dealing with one another and we're Christians and we're brothers in Christ and I get offended by something you said or did, then I'm lacking the grace that God affords me because I'm a sinner and I do wrong things. And God affords me grace and mercy daily. The Bible says his, his mercy is new every day, right? So he's affording this grace to me when when I don't really deserve it. And when we take offense to something, we're taking, we're letting the flesh, our emotional state, um, really dictate how we're going to react to that, um, how we're going to feel about that. And so, you know, it's tough because on one side, this, like I said, I don't think the spirit has offended much of anything. And here we are, a lot of times we're like, oh, that's just not right. And when you look at it too, speaking in the political realm, I won't even say a party, but if you look at the left or right, you can see who is more offended than the other. You can see which group is basically led by their emotional state and not by the facts that matter. It's generally how I feel about something. This is the whole problem we have right now in America with um, gender and all these different ideas about gender and, um, you know, and, and our biology. It's all based on how do I feel today? You know, it's, it's do I feel this way or do I feel that way? I was in a meeting one time with a lawyer who was talking about um, people using the bathroom of their choice. And this, the, we questioned the man and we said, you know, well, what do they get to use? And he said, whatever they feel like that day. If they feel like they're a man, they use the men's room. If they come in the next day and they feel like they're a woman, they use the women's room. Whatever they want to do there, they feel they're, they're who they are and what they do is based on how they feel. It doesn't really matter about facts. It doesn't matter about biology. It's based on feelings. And so I asked the guy, I said, well, if they come to work one day and they say they're a tree, do they get to go outside and stand in the grass and use the bathroom? And he said, that seems rather ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And I said, well, there's... At well, the time, at what, what point does it? At the time, there was a woman in England who claimed to be a cat stuck in a human's body, and she wanted to use a litter box. I mean, it, it, and it sounds ridiculous, and we giggle at it, but it's real. And so, at some point, you know, our facts and the facts and our feelings, right? Uh, those two kind of crash into each other. And when we're talking about being offended, you know, as a Christian, and honestly, in my own personal life, at this moment, I can say I can't think of a whole lot of things in my life that absolutely offend me. There's not hardly anything in the world that's going to be done that's going to offend me. There's some things that I might not like. There's some things that might, I think, disgust and offended are two different things. There's some things that are going to disgust me because it's grotesque and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's to the point that it makes you nauseous. But it's different than being offended because that offense is something that's personal that I'm going to react to in this angry type of a way. Well, generally, if you're offended, that provokes a reaction out of you. Correct. So, like, I'm a nurse, and I'm technically offended by abortion, but if a patient comes in and they're having complications after they've had an abortion, I'm not going to treat that person any differently than the person next door who's here for a sore throat. Right, right. I so, mean, it, it, am I, do I think it's unfortunate? And in my mind, I'm like, mm, I hate that that happened. But I, that's not going to affect the care that I give anyone because anyone, I mean, human, you have to be on a human level and treating people basic human emotions. Like you can't, 
<laughs> yes, I, I got you. I agree. I, I wish y'all could see the facial expressions <laughs> he gives me when no, I'm trying I, to I talk. No, but I think you're I think you're absolutely right. I think it's we're and this goes to the second point of being offended. Being offended is basically living in this self righteous state that I'm offended by what you do because I am right. I am oh, you know what I'm saying? I know better. It's not right. It's not this even holiness idea. It's that my ways and this is again goes to the left and right is that my ways are better than your ways because I feel differently than you do. I know better than you do. How dare you do that? I'm so right and you're so wrong, I'm right? So more enlightened. Right. So being offended often speaks to our self-righteousness. It's not the righteousness of Christ, it's not the the righteousness of God that's been imparted to us. It's the righteousness that we try to have in ourselves that I would never do. Oh, I would never do something like that. How could they do that? You know, I mean, I've heard that you've heard that before. We've watched plenty of 2020 episodes of of people killing off each other and having all these horrible relationships. And when they started, they would be like, oh, I would never do that. I can't believe someone would, you know. I I think on any given day, any given person can be capable of anything. Yes. Correct. To be quite honest. So when we get down to being offended, one of the third point I would like to make is that I think it's rather childish. Being offended, it really comes from that root of when you're a little kid and somebody did something. Say somebody says something bad about you. I mean, you're not going to talk about my mom like that. I'll punch you in the nose. You know, it's this really um, petulant child that's in us that says, how dare someone do that to me? I'm going to get them back. I have to convince you that you're wrong. Correct. Or my favorite word, that's just not fair. You know, I, that's if you've been living, and I'm 43 years old, and I'm not. There, are, uh, there are people out there who are senior than me, and who have a lot more wisdom than I do. And I guarantee you, they're going to get tired. They'll tell you, we get so tired of hearing the word fair because life is not going to be fair. Not everyone is going to have what you have and do what you do and go where you go. Life is far from fair. It's not equitable at all. I mean, yeah, you didn't get a piece of paper when you were born saying, "Okay, here it is. your life is going to be absolutely fair." Right, and so we we live by this expectation that it's going to be fair, and then when it's not, we act out like little kids because it hurt my feeling. Um, an example there would be, you know, um, these companies and places they have these uh, comment boards online, and they have all these things for their their employees to comment, and you'll see the comments, and people will whine about the craziest stuff you've ever seen, and it's because it's really coming from this idea that this is. It's I'm, I'm hurt. I'm offended that I didn't get what this other person got. I'm a grown adult, and I don't know how many times I hear you, this one. That people do not want to feel slighted. No, at not all. at all, in the least. And this is different than what the Christian is supposed to do. This is different than how we're supposed to be. The Bible says when you're abused and when the world uses you, you're supposed to heap uh, kindness upon them. When someone despitefully uses you, you're supposed to be a friend to them. You're supposed to show them love. You're supposed to do good things to those who do bad things to you. You're supposed to pray for the person who curses you. You know, I mean, that's hard to do. That's really hard. And the only reason it's hard to do is because the flesh that we live in is offended. And the flesh that we're dwelling in, this part of me says, oh, you can't do that. They can't do that to you. And and the spirit says... Are you going to take that? Right. And the spirit says, you walk in me, trust in me. You know, and this goes to the... So this will be the fifth point I want to make about... There's six points here, so... The fifth point I want to make about being offended is that we have to be prepared to uh, share the gospel and to not condemn, right? So somebody told me the other day, we don't have the right to condemn people. And I said, well, you're absolutely correct. Because John chapter three, verse 16 through 19 says, you're already condemned. Um, and we like to read John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We always love that. 
but he, you know, we skip the next couple of verses because it says he didn't come to the world to condemn the world, but that the world was already condemned. The world was already condemned in sin. Folks, we don't have to condemn anyone. They're already, this is the same thing we go back to. You don't have to, a lot of times you don't even have to tell people that they're doing sin. They already know it. It's like, but you don't have to tell me I'm fat. Ex- I know I'm fat. <laughs> exactly. So people are, <laughs> people already, I hear that one all the time. They love to tell me that. So uh, it's the same thing with being bald. I'm bald and people are, they love to tell me I'm bald. Like, I don't know that, you know, <laughs> but it's that same thing that, that we don't want to be, uh, being offended is where uh, I let something affect me in a negative way that I'm not willing to share. All I'm in, I'm stuck in my self-righteousness of anger or hate or whatever it is. And I'm so offended by this person that I won't talk to them and that I won't do anything for them. And that's count. That's completely opposite of the way Christians are supposed to react. We're supposed to react from the side of someone did something to me and yeah, it's bad, but you know what? I'm, I can swallow this and I can be God and I can be Jesus to them. I can be the love that they don't know. I can be that witness that they might never experience in their life. They could be hard, hateful, mean people. And you know what? If they die that way, then they die that way. But you did what you were supposed to do. That's the main thing. Are we going to go into the world and be offended by every little thing that pops up? Are we going to claim that our emotions or our feelings are always hurt? Are we going to stand on the truth of God's word, the very facts, the foundation of what we believe? If we can't stand on that, if we can't stand on these facts that are written in this book for us, then why do we even call ourselves Christians? What what would be the point of that? So the last thing I would like to say is that uh, we're called basically to reunite others to Christ. That's the goal. That is the whole goal of um, the gospel. That is the goal of, of from Genesis to the book of Revelation. That is the goal of the gospel and the goal of the cross is to reconcile us unto God. It's to take us from where we used to be and bring us to where he wants us to be. And so when we look at being offended, the scripture says the cross is an offense to those who don't believe. So what does it mean there? What does it mean when it says the cross is an offense to them? Are they angry about it? What is it what is it doing that it makes them so offended? It's stirring something within them. Correct. It is reminding them that they are a sinner, that they are without this perfection. It's They're not upset of the image of the cross. They're not upset at what was done there. What they're upset about is what the message that that means, what You're the cross means. You're trying to tell me something's wrong with Correct. me. Correct. So this, is the, this goes back to us saying a lot of times we don't have to tell people that they're condemned. They already know it. We don't have to tell them they're sinners. They already know that. What we are called to do is to tell the sinners... We don't have to point out their specific sins, but tell the sinners, because you all know who you are, that you need to repent because the cross is offensive to you because it says you need a Messiah. You need a Savior. You can't do it on your own. And so when we look at the, the Word of God and Christians, uh, believers, we, we honestly should not... Why would anybody, I think it's interesting to me when people get really surprised by the things that happen in the world, the sin that occurs. People step back and they're like, oh, can you believe that? I can't, oh, I can't believe so-and-so would do that. And, and there's so many times in my own life I sit here and I say, you know, everyone who is apart from Christ is capable of doing anything. You want to think that people are not uh, capable of murder and rape and uh, robbery and um, lying and uh, just all kinds of immoral actions. You, you think that we're so far above that. We like to think that we're so far above that we would never fall into that. We're not going to give into that sin. But you'd be surprised how many times you hear these stories over and over. Well, I started off this way and I hung out with the wrong people. And next thing I know, I'm doing something I wasn't supposed to do, right? That's how sin works. It pulls you in gradually. 
So when we're looking at it as believers, we don't, we shouldn't be falling into that. We shouldn't be falling into the way of the world. The world says, be upset and be angry and be offended by every little thing that comes along. And the word of God says, have peace, have mercy, have joy, have love. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It's what the scripture tells us. And if God is giving that to us, this peace and this power and this love and this sound mind, then why would I be surprised by anything that happens in the world? Why would I be surprised by the atrocities that occur or the wickedness? Yeah, we can be, uh, I think we're going to because we're in the flesh and part of us is going to say, oh, can you believe that happened? You know, there's that, but there's this whole idea of being so offended because we thought everyone around us was equally righteous as we are. I can't, how could they do that? You know? So really, really wanted to look at the idea of being offended um, to really encourage uh, each, each of us because we have to take these, you know, the Bible talks about taking our thoughts captive. We have to do that because we can easily let our emotions lead us to this place of um, feeling better, self-righteous than the world, feeling more, you know, higher above. And I think as Christians, this is one of the, if you listen to this podcast, this episode, and you're not a Christian, and I've said it before, one of the fundamental things you might not understand about us is we think we're some of the worst people around. Christians rarely ever think that we're wonderful and we're the greatest. We generally tend to believe that we are the worst people walking on the face of the earth. And, uh, and if it weren't for the very mercy of God and for the salvation and the blood of the Lamb of God, um, we would deserve the very hell that the Bible talks about. And so we're so, um, we should be so indebted with gratitude um, that we bind ourselves to our Master, our Father, our uh, Savior. And uh, we, don't, we don't let this world offend us. We walk out there and we share that love and we share that mercy with them as we go every day. So hopefully this episode gives you something to talk about. Talk about it with your friends and family if you're a Christian. Talk about what it means to be offended um, because these are these are things we have to deal with every day. It's something you're going to see more in society and in culture and your kids are going to face this. You know, you're going to hear about it at work. You know, we'll slight 200 people just so one doesn't get offended. Um, but, you know, these are things we have to deal with. So anyway, appreciate you listening to the episode. Hope you like this one. Uh, check us out on... Um, Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, being sick, we're kind of behind here and there, uh, but we should be going into Acts chapter nine, Acts chapter nine, uh, for the study of Acts. You can reach us at the abnormal Christian at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, Instagrams, um, iTunes, iTunes. Yes. If you're Spotify, uh, yeah. Anywhere you can get your podcast. Um, you can find us there and we'll catch you next time. We pray that the Lord blesses you and keeps you in the way that you go. Bye.